Oh, Alice. Mark's heart filled with pity as Alice came towards her. One of Alice's eyes was swollen, and her cheek looked bruised. Before Marg could react further, Edith stepped out of her house across the road at the top end of Whittaker Avenue in Blackpool, a street lined with terraced houses with their living room doors leading straight onto the pavement. Edith called a greeting as she ran over to them, just as Alice reached Marg. Another day working in the packing department of Bradshaw's biscuit factory loomed for them. But though the work was repetitive and backbreaking, their hours of labour were some of their happiest. Released from their cares at home and all that weighed them down, they enjoyed the banter that went back and forth amongst the women they worked alongside. Marg linked arms with Alice and Edith. Friends since babyhood, they'd been born on this street within days of each other and would celebrate their twentieth birthdays this September. Alice, the shortest of the three, had a dainty figure, a mound of blonde curls framing her pretty face and huge liquid blue eyes that were the first thing everyone noticed. Though her looks were often spoilt by a black eye or bruised cheek, even a split lip on one occasion. Edith, the tallest by an inch, had strong, beautiful features and hazel, expressive eyes which gave her a striking presence. Her jet-black hair added to this as she wore it rolled off her face and falling in waves down her back. Beside them, Marg felt the least attractive, with her face dotted with freckles and her mousy-coloured hair that had a mind of its own, more prone to frizz than curls, and sometimes untamable. Sighing, Marg leant towards Alice and asked the question that she had no need to. Yada, Alice nodded, and a tear plopped onto her cheek. Snuggling her in closer, Marg felt the pity of Alice's life. Her da was changed beyond recognition from the jolly man Marg remembered as a kid. He'd always had time for them. If they were playing in the street, he'd pick them up in turn and twirl them round with his hands held high, making them scream with a mixture of laughter and fear at being dropped, which he sometimes pretended to do. Then a fateful day five years ago changed him. An accident in the rock factory where he worked left him in a coma for months. Unbeknown to him, his beloved wife and Martu Alice and her three younger brothers fell ill with cancer. She had passed away by the time Alice's dar came too. This saw the dawning of a change in him. The fun-loving man was no more, and the anger that seemed to constantly burn in him erupted over the slightest provocation. Mark felt at a loss as to what to say to Alice, but was saved from worrying about it as a cry from her own front door had her turning her head to see her grand standing on their step. Running back to her, she took her hands. I'm hungry, Marg. Stay inside, Gran. You've had your breakfast. Porridge, remember? I made you a nice bowlful and you ate the lot. Did I, lass? You did, Gran. Now, go inside. I tried to calm her, Marg. I know, Jackie. Marg's adored younger sister appeared at the open door. Marg smiled. It's all right, lass. 
Have you got everything you need ready for school? I am ready, and I've washed the pots. Gran was asleep in front of the fire while I did them. Is Ma not up yet, lass? No, I took her a mug of tea up. She looks awful, Marg. Jackie's expression held despair. Look, lass, you're not to worry. I'll sort it. I'll ask Ader Arkwright to look after Ma and Gran for the day. I've got a bit extra coming in this week from the overtime I did on Saturday. It'll be enough to pay her. You are not to concern yourself. You just concentrate on getting that school certificate. That's the most important thing in your life, Jackie. You leave the worrying to me, eh? I can chip in, Marg. Mr Fairweather gave me a bit extra for staying on last night and helping him to pack all the grocery boxes for his round today. That's good, as I had earmarked some of my overtime money for paying your tutor. I owe him two weeks as it is, 